Welcome to Divine Discussions with Carly and Madison. Here you'll be learning ways to tap into your highest version of you, to create better habits, to find the inner goddess that's been hiding away. We are two passionate women who are borderline obsessed with self-development, with finding ways to live an abundant, fulfilling, purpose-filled life. By using our past mistakes and failures, fall-on-face moments, we help you learn from our experiences so you can better fast-track your way to living your life by design. We share topics like manifestation, self-development, mindset, habits, business, self-sabotage, time management, female entrepreneurship, quieting that inner mean girl, just to name a few. Stick with us if you want to tap into your truest potential and follow us for a real, raw, authentic, no BS approach on how to do life better. Attracting people like the female digital nomad looking to better her skills, the spiritual crystal hoarding gypsy who wants to better brand herself online, the stay-at-home mama who is trying to find her purpose again, the girl who is feeling stressed and can't seem to find the time to do it all. Or you are new to network marketing and need help with starting your business. You are not alone. We are here to help empower you, help inspire you, and remind you of your gifts and your power. We are your hosts. My name is Carly. I'm a Canadian girl living on a tiny-ass tropical island in Indonesia. I came from being an exhausted burnt out working two, three jobs at a time in hospitality to now working as a full-time wellness coach, network marketing professional, helping women from all around the world on how to run their business and life with heart and soul. Also a muralist, mentor, writer, blogger, digital nomad, from traveling to over 17 countries all around the world and finding any way to help other women feel as good as I do now with happiness, purpose, and legit waking up with excitement kind of life. And I'm Madison, another Canadian girl living in the lower mainland of Vancouver. I'm a coach, a mentor, and a professional network marketer. I'm a truth seeker, light worker, and a dreamer. I believe that every pain we go through is just a lesson in our expansive journey in this life. After experiencing trauma in my early 20s and embarking on an incredible yet terrifying healing journey, I wanted to find my purpose. Knowing I needed to help other women like myself in some way, I found passion in manifestation. I found alignment in network marketing. My purpose being to help as many women as I possibly can align with their own higher self and become financially independent. Join us every Wednesday at 9am and get to know us as we look forward to connecting and getting to know you. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Divine Discussions. My name is Carly, and I'm here with Madison, and this is episode 21. Very proud of us, very excited. This topic is specifically on not rushing the process or process, I don't know how people say it, and living more in the moment. I guess in my mind, it's being more present, right? That word. Um, and I have definitely struggled with with this at many points in my life to an extent where I would bypass the journey itself to getting somewhere and then I would get to the goal and say what's next and move on really fast uh, where I actually look back I'm like what even happened 
you know, and it's just about, you know, trusting the process and not rushing it. So I want to pass it over to you, Madison, with your maybe experience with this, uh, bad and good, I guess. Yeah, so I mean, for me, I've, I've struggled with this so much. I think we've both even talked about together how much we struggle with this. And even like playing in with our last episode on perfectionism, I think my perfectionism kind of comes into play here. Whereas I go to myself and I go, um, why am I not here yet? Why am I not here on my business goals yet? Why haven't I achieved this? Blah, 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 that kind of thing. And trying to rush the process and not, you know, you're not living in the moment when you're doing that, when you're so infatuated with this goal or idea of where you should be. Mm -hmm. And you basically bypass everything that's going on right now and just think about the end goal. And I find myself doing that all the time. I've gotten a lot better in the last year and a half, for sure, being way more mindful of it. But when I was in my earlier 20s, I'd say like 22, 23, I was so bad. I was literally just living in the future, the idea of where I wanted to be, that I wasn't even living in the moment now, being present at all, really. So really trying to be a lot more mindful of that now, but of course still get like played into the whole, why am I not there yet? Oh my goodness. But you know, how about you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely agree with that so much. It's just when you're, I'm all about goal setting, you know, our whole podcast is (laughs) a lot of it is goal setting and what we want to create for ourselves. And I think there's, you know, maybe a line or, uh, on what either side of the spectrum you're looking on when it comes to setting a goal to an extent where you do miss out on the process or having a goal and like have using that as drive to be better. I think that's also super healthy, but we're oh. mostly talking about, yeah, the, the process and getting there. Cause I just look back in the past and yeah, I don't know, not when it comes to specifically not being present, I found myself either stuck in the past or the future, right. Where yeah. they say, if you're stuck in the past and that's what had me become quite depressed in a sense because I was thinking about what it what happened circumstances things I could have done better uh being really hard on myself and it made me feel really low and usually when they say you're really obsessed with the future in a in a very bad way or you're anxious about the future that's when anxiety kicks in Mm -hmm. um and finding that beautiful middle ground of being present kind of takes you out of both and it has you kind of look around so just with the topic of living more in the moment, I want to recommend a book I've read, and I'm sure every everyone maybe knows about it, is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I think that's how you say his name. Have you read it? Mm, I haven't read it, but I've heard about it. Okay, so it's it's definitely a read you have to focus on. He uses a lot of big words. and <laughs> I remember reading it being like, oh my gosh. But when I got into it and started to really understand and comprehend what he was sharing, I just, I really started tapping into uh, my environment around me. And I'm just going to give like a quick little tip. This helped me so much is that when I'm stuck in my head about the past or the present, or sorry, the past or the future, he says that in little moments of your day, come back to earth, come back to yourself, whether you're brushing your teeth right? Whenever I brush my teeth, I actually focus on, and I use my left hand instead of my right. 
so that it takes me out of like overthinking. And so you actually have to put more effort and you're way more present. And when you're, Mm -hmm. he says in the chapter, when you're opening a car door, uh, just really be there when you just, you watch yourself doing things when you're walking down the street, when you're going for a walk in nature, um, be very, very alert of what's going on. Because I find that when most people are so desperate about, you know, rushing everything, getting somewhere, or they're stuck in the past, it just means that they haven't taken a moment to take a look around and to breathe. Um, And these little beautiful pieces of tips he he shared in the chapters were actually helped me realize, and actually didn't realize I wasn't doing any of that. I wasn't present at all. And, uh, but they're simple things, right? So that's just one thing I, I recommend. Yeah, I love that because it takes you out of autopilot, you know, like, we are on autopilot for the majority of things that we do in a day, like our subconscious mind is running, I think it's like 90% of what is going on. And we don't even realize it, you know, when we're picking up a glass to drink the water, or like you said, brushing your teeth, opening a car door, it's just habits that we're just continuously doing every single day. And when you slow that down and you get in the moment of now to really allow yourself the space to be present. It's so important. You know, when we're thinking about like a goal, for instance, like we're just talking about, and you're so infatuated with that. And that's all you're thinking about. You find yourself, you know, in that anxiety mode, like you were just saying, but then also majority of the things that you're doing, you're over, over all autopilot, um, like on overdrive and you're not even remembering the things that you've done like did you ever um like go upstairs or go downstairs or whatever to grab something you're like you do something and then all of a sudden you stop and you're like what the heck was I doing what did I come in this room for because you're so on autopilot that you're not even present in the moment yes all the time I'll walk into it someday. I'm like, what, what was that? What? And then it takes me having to go back and forth because my brain is on something else, right? When you're uh-huh. overthinkers, overanalyzing things in your brain, I have to do this. I have to do that. And I agree so much that uh, I have to admit, you know, I've been like that a lot in my, in the past, maybe 10 years of the self-development journey, because I got so excited about goal setting and being better and wanting to up level in so many ways that uh, I did for a while there and still, you know, have to catch myself to be here now and to be very just aware of what's actually going on. And also whenever I do have us to have a win or a small thing. And we've talked about this, I think, when it comes to actually celebrating and soaking it in and, and, you know, taking yourself out on a date, if you've done something, whether it's fitness related or business related or yeah. any goal that you have, right? Uh, because, you know, I've, I've reached a goal before and it didn't even exist. It happened, but then I was on to the next and, and it wasn't fair, really, to the process. And, understanding and seeing my growth so uh that was just a huge kind of a a gradual wake-up call for me that I don't want to live my life on autopilot I want to live a life where I feel things and that's another tip I wrote down it's like feeling your feelings and just being with yourself is a big thing because some people want to just keep keep on that like hustle mode or train to get where they want to go they don't want to feel what's coming up for them yeah you feel that totally You know, it's hard because we live in a society where everything is just like, oh, 
shove it under the rug, basically, if you're feeling certain feelings. And it, it's so important to like give yourself the space to feel it and allow yourself that time because just like like you're saying, otherwise you're just you're gonna it's gonna it's gonna catch up with you one way or another. Yeah, and I think it's in the mindful practices, right? When it it it's hard to feel your feelings when you don't want to feel your feelings when you want to repress and I don't have time for this feeling of upset because I need to deal with this certain thing and I get that to a point but how many people have known like how many of you or you Madison have known people who repress and then they're just bitter and grumpy and they snap really easily and they're way more reactive and they're just way more anxious or depressed these feelings because you know very well that they have not dealt with their crap they yeah. haven't dealt with their shit because they're repressing it and putting it down to deal with never but it will always come back up always always we don't be present with it now totally and I mean I feel like a great example that's like super relevant for a lot of people is if you think about it in a relationship and think like something really pissed you off about your spouse but you don't say anything about it. You're like, oh, whatever. And then they do it again. And it could be something small. It could be something like dishes. Like they didn't put their dishes away. And you're like, oh my God, they didn't put their dishes away. And then you do it for them. And then it happens again. And you're just like bottling that up. And then you're just like slowly getting angrier and angrier. And then you explode. And they're like, oh my God, you're crazy. Why are you so crazy over these dishes? It, it's not that they're crazy over the dishes, it's that they're crazy that, that they're bottling this like anger, this frustration up. So you have to let it out. You have to just speak your truth with anything, whether it's relationships, career, health and fitness, whatever it is, speak <laughs> your truth and let it out. Let yourself feel those feelings so you can move forward and you're not holding on to this like <laughs> ball of anger and frustration. Yeah, it's like resentment that you don't mean mm. to happen, right? We've totally. all been there at one point if we've been in a relationship and that's where a lot of relationships fail or whatever that word is, it just ends, it doesn't work out and you wonder why or why didn't it this, this work out with this person? It's because you butt heads because they can't read your mind and you're not, it's hard to speak your truth. You know, it's just this, uh, this battle we have going in, in all relationships, really, but with being present and not rushing the process as well. Like, I love the relationship topic, too, of just not rushing when you're trying to, like, get to know somebody and be a perfect couple or whatever it may be. It takes time, and it also takes being present with one another to communicate how we really feel. And this is a, re a reflection on, like, our relationship with ourselves, right? Looking in the mirror, having... Uh, enough compassion and empathy for yourself to understand your emotions so that you can feel better and more open throughout the day uh, instead of again on autopilot with your partner or with yourself or with your friends right these are all things just that make a, per a person or a human being better or just a better quality kind of life because you can be aware of maybe if you aren't communicating well enough or if you are repressing and rushing things, it's not a good thing. And we all do it at one point or another, I swear. But that being said, I just wanted to quickly, if you don't have anything else to say, I wanted to give a, a bit of a tip when it comes to this or like, yeah, a mindful practice. Yeah. Um, 
And I have some tips with, uh, I think everybody should try their best at doing this when it comes to bettering their mindset and being more present so that instead of rushing to something, they feel more calm and flow. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's just having your own personalized, mindful daily practice. Yeah. Right. And so before I kind of get into some tips, because I know you're good at this, Madison, and it can be hard to be consistent every single day, life gets in the way, but I don't know what's helped you when it comes to these mindful tips and practices on a daily basis to keep you grounded if you're not feeling so good. Yeah, I mean, talking about being present specifically, like meditation, of course, is a huge one for being present because you're really allowing yourself that space to feel your feelings, to just be, and also to heal. And then another one that I found has been so helpful for being present is also gratitude. Like these are two things that I, we both talk about all the time. But with gratitude, you're allowing yourself that time to be grateful for what you already have. And it's like slowing time down and going, wow, I really am here right now. And I'm so grateful for everything around me, everything that I have, all the people in my life, the love that I have and I'm filled with. And, you know, like you said, it's hard to do every single day if you've never done it before. But once you start and you just have to start. And doesn't matter if you're just writing a couple things down and you're just meditating for a couple minutes, you know, you have to start somewhere and the more you do it, the more you want to do it. So it becomes easy. It feels good to do. So naturally you want to do more of it. And I think that like, there's a lot of amazing apps that are very helpful. Like I use insight timer for, meditation and there's so many videos on youtube for absolutely any sort of mindful practice that you want to do so there's so much in that sense but yeah i would just say like my biggest tip on that is like just find something that lights you up and start and just start anywhere but how about you tell me the rest of the tips you have because i feel like you have some really juicy ones you want to share i i have all we have so many (laughs) Um, but no, it's good. I like how you said that we do share those, these specific tips quite a bit, but we do because we mean it and they work and you can hear something so many times and not do it. So if you're hearing this for the 17th time that me and Madison talk about meditation and being grateful, showing gratitude, if you haven't done it, do it, like take action. Like you just said, it doesn't have to take up your whole day. It's these little things that you can start now that are doable and they don't feel so overwhelming trying to be perfect like we talked about last episode you don't have to be perfect at anything you just got to start somewhere so very good tips those were obviously on my list of things (laughs) um so there's one that i've done recently like more consistently and it's been um, a daily moment of reflection and i know you do this Uh, When it comes to reflecting on the day, reflecting on your journey towards where you're trying to go, and maybe you don't feel like you're at that mark fast enough, but you haven't actually given yourself credit to where, how far you've gone, Mm -hmm. which if you actually take a look at, you have, you've gone very far, 
you know, because you've put in the action or the work that you were going to bypass and just move forward and forget about and not think you're worthy of doing something else that we always forget these things, right? So daily reflection, whether it's in the, in the morning journaling, or at the end of the day, in your, your evening practice, if you have one, um, that was a really beautiful thing. Um, and then this one actually has been, has been snapping me out of moments if I'm feeling frustrated or uh, in my own head. I have this little voice in my head now that we all have the mean girl <laughs> who try to talk you down and you're just like, get out of here. But I have this other voice in my head that is like, yo, Carly, like, wake up. Like, what are you doing? Maybe they're like the devil and the <laughs> angel on their shoulders. Uh, but if I'm stressed or if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I have this voice in my head and I've realized that, you know, she's there saying, fix your posture, stand up straight and be here right now. Take a breath. What are you doing? Like what well, life is good. Like you, this is not a big deal. And it's like when you get reactive to little things or you're not feeling very mindful, um, I take a minute and I take a breath and I change my physiology and my like posture goes up and I just like an instant mood booster. You don't need to spend hours on this stuff. You guys, it's just this moment of what can I change right now, right now, as quickly as possible to snap myself out of this crappy mood that I'm about to spew all over everyone around me. <laughs> so that's honestly the two main things that I've been doing as of late um, that I think would help somebody else to actually do things that are just easier. We want things to be like doable and realistic for people in their everyday busy lives or else, you know, we won't feel very good and mindful at all if we don't try. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love that one. And there's so many little things that you can do like different, just like breathing techniques that take like two seconds, like box breathing. It's like very simple, takes about four seconds. You're just going to inhale on the count of three, hold to the count of three, exhale to the count of three. And you're going to do that three times and allow yourself just a moment to like come into the now and just like reset your nervous system a little bit, you're going to feel so much better. And that takes you literally like no time at all. You can do that sitting in your desk at work. You can do that on a walk outside. You can do that literally anywhere in the car, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's finding what works best for you. And also I have an app too, uh, Wim Hof, my man, love the guy. I've read his book recently and he's the most positive guy I've ever met. Uh, I wish I'd met. I will meet one day. Uh, he has an app and it's free and it's for those kind of breathing practices. And he guides you for 10 minutes. And I do it. If me and my mom are having like a day where one of us is feeling a little bit out of it, we're like, I just look at her let's do Wim Hof. And we go, we set it up on the big YouTube screen and we have, I also have the app. Um, and it works wonders afterwards. You're vibrating at a high level, your skin, everything changes temperature. And it's crazy what you can do in order to control your own, I don't know, mind, body, and soul. It's all connected. So that's, I don't know what the app is called. Um, but if you just look up Wim, the Wim Hof method, uh, it's a free one you can download as well. So there's just so many things you can do. Um, yeah, uh, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that I had written down or anything. Oh, I have one. <laughs> I have one last thing here. And it's actually, this one has helped me in the process of when I'm trying to go for something, 
right? Going for a goal of some sort. And it's being okay with not knowing everything. That was kind of a big one. If we rush things, because we're like, we don't know it fast enough. I've got to know it. Or they don't do it at all, you know? Yep. <laughs> Learning as you go mentality. <sighs> yeah, that's a huge one. I had to wrap my head around that one for sure. But once you do wrap your head around that one, wow, life gets a lot simpler. Being a student, being okay with sucking at first, right? Not rushing it, but just learning and being okay with that. Everyone starts somewhere and giving yourself more credit where credit's due, I find. We don't do it enough. No, exactly. It's just like what we were talking about earlier with celebrating ourselves on our wins. We don't give ourselves enough credit and that's the toxicity of, you know, not being present, not allowing yourself the space. And also like when you celebrate yourself, you allow yourself to grow. You have to celebrate that moment of growth so that you can grow even more because what's the point of growing? What's the point of getting there if you're not even really getting any payoff for it? That is the way psychologically that our human brains work. They want the gratitude. They want the, the celebra- celebration. They need that to thrive and continue to want to grow. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. And then life will pass you by and you realize you haven't celebrated a thing, right? Yeah. I just feel like in the past couple of years, I would say I've had a lot of moments where I've had a few more or less a few wake up calls when it comes to less rush and more, more presence is when I've lost two friends in my life who passed very young, very horrible. It's just shocking. And that feeling comes in where you had your face with a few things, you know, of Am I living my life to the fullest? Could it be over tomorrow? I don't know. Like these thoughts come in, you know, when you go through this and where I got super sick and these questions of myself being like, am I doing a good job at life? Am I present? Am I with my family and friends enough? Am I showing love and gratitude? Or am I just focused on money and career only and it's bypassing and I haven't taken a moment to say I'm grateful for you to my boyfriend. These things, that's what life's about. Um, And we forget and we're on autopilot and we don't think that tomorrow could be one of our last days. We don't know. We think we're going to live forever. And that's that's great. Hey, great mindset if you want to just keep present and be happy. But in the reality of things, we don't know. So it makes life feel a lot more beautiful. Yeah. Because of that fact, I find. Totally. And like, you just reminded me of one other thing talking about being present. I think probably one of my favorite ways to become more present aside from meditation and gratitude would be getting out into nature for a walk. Like I love going to the beach or even just like a nature trail and just getting outside without your phone, you guys, put that shit away and just be, you know, if you go with somebody, a friend, a parent, a family member, your spouse, whatever, and you just like enjoy that moment of peace, calm, 
tranquility of nature. It is, there's nothing else like it. It's always breathtaking. And it brings you right down into that moment of right here, right now. There's nothing else. Yeah. I'll go back to the basics and go back to your roots. This actually Mm -hmm. happened to me two days ago where I was having a moment where I don't get like anxiety attacks or any, I don't, I don't have that. Thank goodness. I'm very grateful. But I had this moment of uh, a bit of anxiousness about some travel I'm taking and some of my plans and goals and stuff. And I was having a really off day and my mom looked at me and she's like, let's get outside. And I was like, okay, we are leaving and we're leaving our phones away. We've been like on them all day long. And we went for a long walk to go get some vegan Panago pizza. (laughs) And it was perfect. We went for a walk. We talked, it was like a perfect sunset and we just were super present and it worked. It was like a medicine for the soul. By the time I came back, I was just, I filled the cup, you know, you fill it up. That's what you constantly do. You have to keep doing that. So that's all it can take sometimes. If we think we have to have this huge like six hour process on how to fill our cups up, we'll never do it. And we'll, we'll just keep running on that autopilot. So takes a moment and an accountability partner can help. So, you know, I have you, I have my mom just to be like, yo, let's go outside. Okay. Yes. No, you're right. Let's do that. So that helps as well to share, share your, feelings with someone else that can help friend or partner or whatever totally and just like you said like with the six hours you know I think that you know people seem to think that you know personal development or mindfulness practices have to take forever hours and hours just to get yourself feeling good and filling that cup back up but yeah it's really the little things it's you know small little things throughout your day that make up this great practice of just feeling so good and being present and being in the moment and just living and just being grateful for your life. Like when you can just say to yourself, okay, like, you know, doing a simple thing like the box breathing, going for a five minute walk, going, doing whatever it is that like just really fuels you. Cause we're all going to be different as to what's going to really get to us. But at the same time, there are these, these practices that these most successful people do, there's a reason they do them because they help because they really, really work. And you just have to make it work for you in your own schedule and just little tiny, tiny steps. That's all it takes. Yes. I like, I like how you touch base on that though. I think some people think they have to be like, their friend or someone else who's thriving in it but it's what if like I like we don't have kids what if you got a family full of six children right what if you have like seven jobs like what you have to find a way that works for you that is realistic so I'm glad you touched base on that um if anything I was just gonna probably wrap up if that's I think we've said a lot actually in this one um but about how we can put all the links to some of the apps in the show notes below that can help. I, I'm going to try and rack my brain if there's anything else I use to help um, just to make your, your guys's life easier. But also with uh, our online holistic program, the health style Emporium, like this platform that me and Madison, we work with and we share to others. Uh, there's a whole section on mindfulness and spirituality and, there's meditations and there's any ways just to just focus on what gives you joy 
that's a program that we work with. So we can also pop that in the show notes below. And I uh, just wanted to say, if you have nothing to add, thanks so much, you guys, for tuning in. And we will see you in the next episode. We appreciate you.